So we gotta get the dog to hold a sign that she's gonna be a big sister. Because we're responsible dog parents. We don't wanna have an accidental dog. Welcome to the Winters Retro Podcast. It's really hard to say. My name is Michael Winters. I'll be with you today. It is late Monday evening. I've had a very long day. It's been such a long day, in fact. I forgot to mention that this is episode two. Which for some reason, it's been a lot harder to make than the first one. Maybe it's because I actually give a shit this time and I'm not just fucking around with buttons. Around here, what I've been up to lately, I've actually made quite the setup to record this podcast. I took a corner of my basement, separated it from the rest with some sheets. I already did have my MacBook, my old MacBook down here. It was set up uh, with my printer plugged into it just as a network printer. So I could print from anywhere in the house, and that's all it really did. Uh, Running OS X Mountain Lion, I believe. It was quite sluggish and couldn't do shit. There's no way I would be able to record a damn thing on it. So I went ahead and installed Linux and Audacity's running great. It plays YouTube just fine. It's like a brand new computer and I don't regret a thing. It also still works as my network printer, obviously that wouldn't change. And it might have even been easier to set up. For decoration, I have my old black and white RCA, here's a picture of it on the logo, with uh, my Model 1 Genesis on top, I popped a Sonic the Hedgehog in it. I tweeted at one time that the Genesis didn't work and the TV did. Well, I've swapped out that Genesis with one that works, however, the TV doesn't, and that's disappointing. So I'm gonna have to get a new TV for down here, probably a color one, doesn't have to be huge, it's just for my little recording space. I have an old LCD down here, it's broken, it's got some kind of black shit dripping out of the top. But uh, I might put that in here and maybe attach an Apple TV or something and I can stream stuff to it just for for inspiration. I've also got, with that old Genesis that was broken, I've placed it on top of my broken Saturn. So I have a pile, slowly growing pile, of broken Segas. I have a Game Gear as well that doesn't work, I should go grab that and I can throw it on the pile. Now what else is new with me? Not a whole hell of a lot. I haven't picked up a lot in the way of retro in the last little while. I have, but it's still on its way here. I'll let you know once it arrives. I'm really excited about this one, it's pretty dumb. I'll explain how I came into it and everything, hopefully on the next episode. Once it's here, it should be here by Friday, and I'll explain everything. And I've got a couple more coming from eBay. They're not a big deal, just NES games. I have, uh, I think, two from eBay, and one that the other one I mentioned earlier. All on the way right now. Hopefully they'll all be here by Friday, and I can add them all into the next episode. That'd be great. Either way, uh, the other two, once they get here, I'll, I'll tweet those out for sure. I'll still add them on the next episode anyway. Lately, Riley and I 
she stays here on the weekends. We've uh, gotten into watching VHS tapes since I came into owning my first ever functioning VCR, if you can believe that. The only one I've ever had didn't quite work. So, yeah, I got that so I could hook up my ColecoVision to my TV, but now I have a VCR. And she works at a thrift store, which has, you know, shelves and shelves, just endless aisles, full of videotapes for 50 cents, three for a dollar. So I've managed to amass a small collection of videotapes. I have the black box collection of Star Wars, which I picked up from my mother's house. She's got a giant pine wood box just filled with tapes. And every time I go over there, I make sure to grab some. This time, uh, I got the Star Wars tapes. I think I got Rambo First Blood. What else did we get? A couple of Disney movies. And I found a couple of uh, tapes that my aunt and uncle had made for me in 1986. The tapes are dated, so I can I can verify that. And what they they have is just six to eight hours of recorded Disney cartoons off the TV. They don't even have commercials because they were taped off of a, a like a pay TV subscription channel. And they're so great. I remember like before we didn't have YouTube or anything like that, and videotapes were expensive and they wore out. But these two tapes, I watched them my entire life, and I've watched them probably three times since I've picked them up again. And the nostalgia is pretty hard for those. And they're just so great, bad, and racist, and just terrible. And the values they teach you are definitely from a different time. If you were to rent these tapes or see them anywhere else, if they were to be officially released in any capacity, they would, they would definitely have a warning prior to the, the future presentation. I think my... My favorite example is the Donald Duck cartoon where it's Donald's birthday. So his nephews go out and they decide to buy him a box of cigars. Donald walks in, I guess when the kids are gone or whatever, and he finds his box of cigars in their room. Now, he assumes, of course, like any parent does, my parents would, that these are all for the kids. So he decides to punish them by making them smoke the entire box all at once. I don't know if any of you have ever smoked before, but your first one, let alone an entire box all at once, will pretty much, it'll set you on your ass pretty quick. Especially if you're a kid like that. And it was just so weird because you couldn't show even a cigarette in a cartoon now, let alone forcing children to do it. Of course, the lesson is, I know there's a lesson that, you know, the cigars are for Donald. He finds out later and he, he shrinks because he's so embarrassed and he runs out the bottom of a door. And the kids' faces are all green. But the lesson was sound. Anyway, don't jump to conclusions. Kind of sucks that cartoons aren't more frank and straightforward like that anymore. Anyway, on to something a little more fun. I recorded this next part on Saturday in my truck. I believe I even said on it that it's Saturday. I was picking Riley up from work. And I was bored, so I thought I'd just whip out my recorder app on my phone and talk to myself for, t uh, I think it's eight minutes or something. I might try and, I might edit it down a little bit for you. Uh, cut out anything not important. Most of it isn't important. But after that, we'll get into the NES Classic. I'm waiting to pick up Riley right now from work. She works at a thrift store, it's not far down the road from where I live. It's actually uh, across the parking lot from my old apartment that I used to have about 10 years ago. Or I guess it was longer than that, about 12 years ago. 
And in the same parking lot, it shares, uh, it's an auto parts store now, but it used to be a Burger King. And the sign points right into my window, and I remember when I used to live here, it was great, because, I mean, it was abandoned at the time. But then it got rented out by a politician during an election, and she decided to turn all the signs on. But because the signs didn't have signs on them, they were just fluorescent bulbs pointed into my fucking window. So I had to call them and give them shit for that, and they eventually turned it off. The only part that was okay, like, it was okay, the only reason it was okay that the Burger King was closed is because there's also a Domino's and there used to be a Wendy's across the street, but that's, that closed recently, just a few months ago. So that, that made me sad. I used to frequent that place quite often. There's a weird guy running around the parking lot. I'm gonna lock my doors. I don't have power locks, so it's really obvious whenever I do that. Oh, he was meeting his girlfriend at the bus stop. He looks like he's in his pajamas. She's dressed to go out. It's Saturday night, it's about 9.30, so I don't blame her. He's kind of an asshole, I guess. I wonder if he lives in my old apartment. That would be great. I can see my old window. So, yeah, Riley works in this thrift store, and it's sort of famous. I'm not going to name it. It's sort of famous for not pricing things properly. You'll find things from the dollar store in there priced for $2 more than a dollar. And you'll often find video games in there just greatly, greatly overpriced. I found, they had a, I think it was Shining Force 2, and it was in the the cardboard box one, and they put a price sticker on it for $89. Which in itself, for a complete copy and everything, is fine. Except that they put a fucking sticker on a cardboard box, so now it's not really complete anymore. That box isn't any good to me now. And they had a number of other games in there, and I, uh, I made them an offer, but they didn't want it, so... Oh well. They had a bunch of Sega CD games that were greatly overpriced, too. I think that's what Shining Force was. What the hell was the Sega CD, or the Genesis game they had? It wasn't Shining Force. Fantasy Star. That's the one. Oh, they had a Lunar, too, uh, for Sega CD, but they wanted $160 or something ridiculous for it. can't believe I used to have that game. Every now and then, though, I'll come across something useful. I bought an Aladdin here for $13 for my Genesis. It had a sticker on it, but at least it was the plastic case so I could get it off. I think I also bought an Echo the Dolphin for six bucks. Oh, and my modded PlayStation came from this store. That was kind of a surprise. I got that uh, super discounted. I had all the hookups and everything, so I just got the system for itself because I needed a new one. And I got it for six ninety nine, I think. And I just I burned a game and put it in just to see what would happen because I was fully prepared to do the swap trick and I didn't have to. It just booted up. I was surprised as all hell. I've made crazy use of it ever since, though. What's also really stupid is when she, when there's, the store is closed and the manager is counting out all the money and everything, the regular employees aren't allowed to leave the building until the manager is done. And the doors remain locked. Theoretically, now I've brought this up with her before, If a fire were to break out in the manager's office, just say, and the manager were to catch fire and die, and the fire were to spread throughout the store, everyone would be dead, because the doors are locked from the inside. 
I'm not a firefighter or any kind of uh, fire chief or expert on such things, but I'm pretty sure that's a violation of a fire code. Brought this up with her before. The whole place is kind of backwards. But I do have sometimes I have some good deals with some old garbage shit that I really enjoy. Oh, my bread box here. They have all their Christmas shit up already. What is it, November 26th today? It's the day after Black Friday. And although I'm in Canada, and uh, yesterday wasn't a holiday because our Thanksgiving is in October, the malls and everything this entire weekend have just been batshit insane. I had to take a drive just past one earlier today, and it took me, what, an hour and a half to get there and back. It was just fucking stupid. People think I'm insane because I switched my shopping habits to mostly uh, getting everything delivered. I signed up for Amazon Prime because it was a good deal with Twitch. I haven't done much Twitching lately, but uh, maybe I'll get back into that. I gotta get some better gear for that, because right now everything's all composite and looks like shit. Anyway. <coughs> I've had friends make fun of me for that. I get most of my stuff delivered now just because I know for a fact that around Christmas I just hate going to the fucking store. You can't go anywhere without it being a goddamn nightmare. And once the snow falls, which for whatever reason we haven't got any yet, I, it snowed the other day and that was the latest snowfall since they started keeping records, so 1860 or whatever. But yeah, once the snow falls and traffic gets shitty because everyone in their Hondas or whatever slides all over the place and it takes you know hours to get it get around get around town it, it just sucks to go to the store if i have to pay a little more to get some stuff dropped off in my house over the winter i'll definitely do it you can make fun of me all you want did anybody go out for black friday did any of you guys do that i know it's sometimes fun to do we have a boxing day here and i've gone out for it before actually down the road here there's an electronics store and i i when i lived over here i was i stayed up all night and uh on christmas day and i went down there boxing day which is december 26th because at the time they had 20 dollar dvd players because dvd players were still I don't know, $200, I guess. So I stood in line. I think they had 100 of them, and I was like 109 to get in the store, so I didn't get one, and I didn't get anything else I wanted either. And I haven't bothered with it since. I think I went out two years ago. We still at Target. Um, just because I needed a new TV anyway. But I just don't want to do that anymore. It's too much work. I, I don't have time for it. Just with my own job and everything, and trying to get this podcast off the ground. I don't have time to be do- uh, running around all day. And where the hell... It's 9.45 almost now. Store closed 45 minutes ago. There are a number of vehicles sitting here idling. It's not even cold out. This winter has been this winter has been kind of sucky if you're into winter stuff. If you want to go skating or snowboarding or anything or really into Christmas. I still haven't put my snow tires on. I think I'm going to do that tomorrow just to be safe. But I mean, I should have done it weeks ago to be safe. But I'm just going to do it tomorrow anyway. Oh, there they are. Your weirdo managers coming to the door with keys in hand and all the employees behind them. I think it's interesting that I have all this recording gear at my house now and I'm using my iPhone to record this part. But that's okay. I'll include it. Once she gets uh, gets over to the truck here, I'll get her to say hi and introduce herself. She's been promising to record something with me for the last couple of weeks. So what better opportunity than right now?
if they ever get out of there. I'm not sure what they talk about, but they gotta stand around for a while before they finally open the door. And they all go dashing out because they got buses to fucking catch and they all came ten minutes ago. I have to unlock the door. Also, a guy that works here that's super creepy and just fucks around all the time. Wrong with him. Sorry, it took so long. <laughs> Should be. That was work. That was work. That's okay. Yeah. Oh. Introduce yourself. What? Riley, say hi. What? Oh my gosh, you scared me! I don't know. I've been recording for like 15 minutes. I got like half a show going here. Say hello. Say hi to. Everybody. Hi, hello everybody. What do I say? I don't know, but we're going to Subway to get some supper. Maybe we'll finish this later. I'm having a great time with this. So you're talking to your mom. What kind of sub do you want? Got the pizza sub melt. Oh, so fucking boring. Alright, bye. So the boy fell asleep in the Toys R Us store. And he woke up with toys from the ceiling to the floor. We've got the Nintendo Action Set, including the control deck with double game pack and zapper light gun for just $99.99 at Toys R Us. And we have all the hottest game cartridges at great everyday low prices. Love growing up with my Toys R Us kid. Welcome back, everybody. Toys R Us. You enjoy that? You'll never outgrow us. I know I did. I had nothing better to do. I might do that more often. I called it a gorilla recording, I believe. My friend Mike said he'd never heard that term before. He must have, though. I think I must have heard it somewhere, too. I couldn't have made that up. That's too stupid. I'll have to give it a re-listen. Maybe cut some parts out. I have no idea what I was talking about. I know there was some guy that was uh, running around the parking lot looking for somebody, and I think he was just looking for some girl, and he kept checking the wrong bus stop. And I went over the the details of what happens when Riley gets off of work. That is quite an ordeal. It's really dumb. They all have to leave at the same time. She got off early today, though. She texted me just a few minutes ago. So she doesn't have to wait until 9.30 or whenever the fuck the manager decides to get out of there. So she's on her way home now, which is good. She's not coming here, though, or I'd make her join me. So now, onto the NES Classic. Actually, before I do that, I should mention just something awesome. I have a Sega Genesis USB hub, and I'm using that to plug all my recording devices into. It's probably one of the cooler things I own, so it's just neat, and I thought I'd tell everybody. Now, in regards to my NES Classic Edition, uh, it is upstairs. I have the box here with me, though. I didn't have to go through too many hoops to get mine. I noticed on Best Buy's website when I searched for it that it said it would be available on 11-11, so November 11th Pacific Time, so it said, I think, PST or something. And that was just weird, because that's not a time, that's a, that's a fucking day. So I stayed up until 11.11 Pacific time, midnight, so 2 in the morning my time, to see if it would uh, pop up on there. And I had Best Buy and Walmart, I think Amazon, uh, a few other sites all open, and I was refreshing them all at the same time. Best Buys popped up first, saying that they had them, and so I just jumped on it, and I almost forgot, but I managed to get a, a second controller as well. But uh, I nearly didn't. It was sort of a last-minute decision. You know, oh shit, I need a second controller, too. I do have a Wii Classic controller, which I believe work. I haven't tried it myself. I'm told that they do. Uh, I'll explain that in a minute. So I'm just going to reach over and grab the box here. My cat's come to join me, so I had to take a bit of a pause. She's sitting on the chair just across from me, having herself a little bath. The dog's down here, too, so if you hear any kind of rattling, that's just the dog's collar. 
I don't know what the hell she's doing. Can't make her leave. So looking at the box, it looks almost like you'd expect, like a late edition original NES box. It even has the red Nintendo Entertainment System across the top, which I think was added later, because I know my box doesn't have that. And there's a picture of the console itself with the controller, and it says there's 30 games. Uh, there's a list of Super Mario Brothers, Metroid, Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Zelda, and Kirby's Adventure. Now, the original ones never came with that many games, so they make a big point of it to cover half the box with this shit. It is quite the selling point, I'd say. Now, the side of the box has a picture of the console fit right into somebody's hand, which, yeah, it fit, I got big hands, and it definitely fits in mine. Like, in the palm of my hand, practically. And it says here, it's a retro blast from the past, with the return of the all-time fan-favorite Nintendo Entertainment System. This mini-sized NES Classic Edition system is packed with 30 pre-installed Classic Nintendo Entertainment System games from the 80s, fully loaded and ready to play using the original-style NES Classic controller. Which it is, the controller itself. Uh, my second one is up. they're both upstairs, so I can't even look at it. But uh, they're molded fairly well. They're, they seem to be using the, the same molds that they had before. Uh, the printing on the bottom is a little different, saying they're made in Germany. The cords are everyone's biggest complaint about this. While I'm on the controllers, I might as well just talk about them real quick. The cords are really short. They're about two and a half feet. So they sold extensions too. But the last time I checked, you know, since they're sold out of NES Classics, they're sold out of extension cords too. But uh, they're not sold out of HDMI extensions, so I bought a 10-foot HDMI cord off Amazon for $8, and it works fine. So I can sit on my couch, I don't have to sit right up to it. So that was my solution, I'd, I'd recommend it for anybody. It's not hard to move this little thing around, it's not like moving your Xbox or your Wii U. The back of the box has uh, a number of pictures of the games that are included, I don't think it's all of them. It's got a list of all of them though, but it has a box art for the main ones, as well as screenshots that are even shaped in the old CRT shapes that they used to have on the, the posters. On the other side, it's got a little write-up on the NES Classic controller. It's the same write-up that's on the side of the controller box too. It says, play classic NES games the way they were meant to be played on a full-sized original NES controller. Plug it in and you're ready to go. It includes all the original features, the plus-shaped control pad for control and movement, A and B buttons for rapid-fire action, and select and start for menu selection and pausing the game. Which they all do very well, just like the old ones did. The console itself outputs in only with HDMI. I believe it comes out in 720p. I haven't confirmed that. I tried to, and for whatever fucking reason, I couldn't find it anywhere. When you start the console up, and call it a machine, when you start the machine up, it greets you with a bright white, mostly white menu, with a listing of all the games. You can sort them by one player, two player, sports, alphabetical, all that stuff. There's also the save state blocks below each game. There's four for each game. You can lock them in place so you don't accidentally erase it. I did that once. What game was that on now? Oh yeah, it was Mega Man 2. Yeah, I did that, so I lost all my energy tanks. It was great. It's also got your display options, which it has the usual 4x3. 
which is bright and clear on the HD TV. It has pixel perfect, which is a little more square and, and squished and weird looking, because uh, each pixel on your 4x3 TV isn't, you know, it's a bit of a rectangle, so it's not square. So it looks a little weird to your eyes. And it's got the emulated scanline option, which makes it look like, just makes it look shitty on my expensive TV, so I don't know why I'd do that, but it, it's fun for a minute, but I wouldn't leave it there. If I'm gonna do that, I'll just, I have all these games, I'll just, or most of them, I'll just go downstairs and play them on my CRT if I'm gonna do that. I feel like there's already shit I've forgotten. Before I go any further, let me do a little checklist in my head real fast. The power supply is just done with a USB a uh, micro USB card into the unit itself with a regular, with the USB, I think 3.0 or some shit going out. And uh, I use that just to plug into my wife's laptop because she keeps that next to the couch. So that's great. I don't have to plug it into a wall or anything. So that also helps with the short controller cord problem. It comes with uh, a regular socket adapter too, sort of like your iPhone or I guess if you have a Samsung, it probably does that too. I think that might be all I've forgotten. Hopefully that's it. Anyway, back to the, the um, home screen. It's also got at the top an option to read the instruction manuals, which is an interesting choice since nowadays, I think in the virtual consoles even, it's got it just sort of built in when you press pause. For this one, you have to scan a, uh, oh, what the hell are they called? A QR code. I never use these fucking things, so that's why I don't know what they're called. But you scan this QR code, and it brings you to a website, I think it's just Japan, or nintendo.co.jp slash manuals, or some, something like that. And it's got the original scans of the manuals, which is really cool. They're all cheesy and lame, and have the, all the spelling errors and everything you'd expect. I haven't had a chance to go through them yet. I'm hoping for Zelda that they included the map. I haven't looked at that yet. Because the, uh, ac the accompanying book, companion book, that came out at the same time uh, doesn't have the map for Zelda, but I'm gonna go over that too. Then you have your copyrights and legal notices and everything like that. You can also leave it running on a demo mode, which is fun. It's got Mario and Luigi jumping, running around, and they hit a, uh, a question block in the middle, and it changes the backgrounds into like giant sprites of whatever games they're supposed to be. I know there's a big Kid Icarus and everything like that. Then there's a big Samus as well. And it'll run a little demo of the game. If you press start, it'll start that game. If you want to go back to the menu while you're in a game or while it's running the demo, you hit the reset button and it acts as your home button. Now, if you use the NES Classic controller, as I mentioned earlier, you can use the home button on there and it'll bring you right back to the home menu on your NES Classic as well. I haven't tried it out, but that's what I hear happens. That, that's pretty convenient and it kind of sucks that they didn't just... I know for authenticity they didn't, but they could have added one. You know, above the start and select, maybe. Every game I've tried has worked and been fairly representative of the original. Uh, I hear that there's some box art issues. Uh, something about uh, Star Tropics having, I think, the PAL art or some, 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 something like that. Also, when they released the NES Classic Edition, they also reintroduced the Power Tips hotline. It was a 900 number that you could call, and if you were stuck on a game before the internet and game facts, you'd call this number. I'd called it once for A Link to the Past. I forget what dungeon it was, but I was stuck, and they, they walked me through it, and it was great. It cost me $15. I should have just bought the book. Anyway, 
But yeah, they reinstituted that for the weekend. You could call it, and I believe all it was was a recording. You hit one or two, and it would just play interviews with people who used to work there. Which is still cool to hear them talking about it. You're my dog. Which is cool to hear them talking about it. The Retro Warriors podcast actually did a bonus bonus episode where uh, Justin calls them. And he recorded it for all of us to enjoy his experience with it. So if you check them out, I'll include their a link to their website in the show notes here, and you can check that out. I thought it was really neat. I'm sure that won't be the last time that I bring up the NES Classic. It is a pretty great little system. and uh, When I can, and when they become more available, I'll probably buy a whole bunch more. Just to have one in every room of the fucking house. And I also want to get one of the, the mini Famicoms. Just because uh, it's got a couple of different games on it, the options are a little different, and it also has the golf. NES Tournament Golf, I think it is. Or NES Open. That would be great. I would love to have that fucking game. I don't even own it. I hate golf and I hate baseball. But I love golf golf and baseball video games. What the fuck, right? Along with the NES Classic, I've purchased the Playing With Power companion book. I wasn't going to at the time, at like when I bought it, it was still regular price. I think it goes for, I have it here. I actually have this here with me. Let's see what the price is. If it tells me on the book. I don't think it does, but I think it goes for like $60 and that's, that's insane. I'm not paying $60 for a book. Get real. But uh, yeah, it went on sale pretty much the next day for like $30 and my wife had a gift card that she gave me. She said it was for my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. You bought me a book, a Nintendo book. Joke's on you. Anyway. The book itself, it's published by Prima? It's Prima. And it comes with this big-ass uh, book jacket thing. I don't like it. It's not my favorite thing. I think it looks kind of tacky. It's just a giant NES cartridge with playing with power title on it. It says Nintendo all over it. So this thing's fully fucking licensed. You can't get away with that. It's written by Garrett Roca, Nick Von Esmark. Yeah, it's a Prima book. Division of Penguin. It's got maps and tips for most of the Nintendo brand games. Nintendo developed and published games on the NES Classic, so you won't find Castlevania or Mega Man in here. But it's still cool. It's got, what, 17 games, I think, in here? That's neat. That's awesome. It's got maps for everything. I might even be able to beat Metroid for once. That'll be nice. Yeah, it's got everything you need for fucking Metroid. I've never beaten Metroid, so maybe I can get on that. Now, for Zelda, Zelda 1, it's got all the dungeon maps, and that's outstanding. That's great. I love dungeon maps. But it doesn't have an overworld map, so how the fuck do you get to the dungeons? Right? It doesn't really tell you. It just sort of... Level 3 is a challenge. That's nice. How the fuck do you get there? For Zelda 2, it does. It's got both. That's good. That'll be fun. I'm gonna play the shit out of that. I already did over the summer on my Wii, because I have the uh, I have the Zelda collector's disc for GameCube. And it's got everything laid out by periods and stuff, like older games, newer games. It's got games listed here that aren't even on the collection. I got, for the late period anyway, it says like Tetris 2, Zelda's Revenge, Yoshi's Cookie, NES Open. Again, that would be good to have. Except, I think for the Japanese version of the Famicom, the controllers are stuck. They're, like, firmly attached to the to the unit like they are on the actual Famicom itself. So that's, I mean, good for authenticity, but shitty for whatever. Because the cords are still fucking short. 
Yeah, I, I prefer the the under the regular hardcover version of this. I don't like the the jacket. I just think it's minimal. It's got nothing but uh, like a half a controller, the front half or left half on the front, right half on the back. I like it. It's great. It's my favorite version of it. I think I'm gonna keep it out of the jacket and I'll just I don't know put the jacket out somewhere still. Oh here, it came with a card. I could just read this. This is uh, probably a lot better than anything I had to say. This is system. The it's the system that started it all. You can take a nostalgia look back on the Nintendo Entertainment System in this exclusive hardcover collector's edition book and slipcase. That's the word I was looking for, not jacket. It's a slipcase. It's got a, a complete walkthroughs for 17 NES classics, except for, like I said, it's missing some fucking maps. It's got a journey through three eras of NES history. It's got the middle period featured here with pro wrestling. I want to get pro wrestling. That's on my fuck. That's on my list too. You can go behind the scenes with Shigeru Miyamoto. I can't say his name. I never could. Take an inside look at the system and game packs, plus level maps, character art, and extras. And that's all it is. It's just a big card of that. I'm going to keep it. Whatever. I'll put it up somewhere. And I forgot to mention that the, the instructions for the NES Classic to hook it up, uh, they're printed on a poster, which is just a poster with all the games on it. And that's pretty cool. I, I don't... I don't like unfolding new posters. I always feel bad. Or old posters, especially. But I probably will still hang it up in here. It's it's suitable for my surroundings. That's about all I have to say about the NES Classic for now. Until I find out more about it. Until I play with it some more. I'm sure I'll talk about it all the time. Uh, it came with some kind of game code thing. I don't know how to use those rewards. I'll look into that later. But I'll leave you with a song, uh, the theme song for a game I'll definitely be talking about next week because it's taken up my entire weekend. My Twitter is at 8, the number 8, bit first. It's 8 bit first. And you can find the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and I think YouTube in a couple days probably once I convert this into something useful for that. So have yourselves a good day reach out leave me a re leave me a review download subscribe all that stuff uh, I will respond back to you if you send me a tweet I like to talk to people when they talk to me of course have yourself a good rest of the week and I will talk to you later dig it